Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Uh, Prof, you are of the view that uh, the remaining restrictions and regulations uh, no longer serve any purpose, really, and should uh, the national state of disaster should be lifted. So what's your reaction to the decision by government to extend the national state of disaster? Well, I would have been much pleasantly surprised uh, if government actually made the right decision for once. Uh, so it doesn't come as too much of a surprise that it made another poor decision to continue the state of disaster, which is simply not goal-directed. Uh, I don't think the anthropocene has got a clear goal in mind as to what they're trying to achieve. Uh, many of the regulations under the state of disaster are trying to reduce infections from transpiring, which South Africa has failed spectacularly with. Uh, had we succeeded, we wouldn't have had 80 to 85% of the population being infected with the virus at least once. The main goal of COVID-19 right now throughout the world, uh, except perhaps for South Africa, it seems, uh, is to make sure that we've got optimal protection against severe disease and death. And the way to do that uh, in South Africa, the main focus should be on getting more than 90% of people above the age of 50 vaccinated, rather than pretending that, that wearing a face mask prevents infections, when in South Africa it simply hasn't done so. Professor Mathi, uh, when we hear what government uh, tells us in terms of, um, you know, uh, explaining why there was a need to extend the national state of disaster, uh, they talk about measures that still need to be implemented before uh, the state of disaster can be ended. What are those measures and, and, and what are your views on those? Uh, absolutely. And that is where I fail to understand what they're actually talking about. Because the only type of measures that, they, that are of any meaning right now, like I said, is to ensure maximal protection against severe disease and that. And that's quite straightforward calculus. Get more than 90% of the population above the age of 50 vaccinated. Uh, other than that, it's uh, completely mind-boggling as to what other measures they've got in place. Because the Ministerial Advisory Committee of the Department of Health, and I've got this from good sources, has already also recommended of these regulations in South Africa should be abandoned. So I'm clueless as to what uh, thinking of the Anthropocene is and exactly what measures they've got in mind and for what purpose. So speaking of vaccination, we've seen vaccine hesitancy remain in South Africa. And even now, you know, uh, those who did get vaccinated seem to be hesitant about getting a booster shot as well. So how should government deal with that situation? And is that reason enough uh, to keep the national state of disaster going? Well, the national state of disaster is not going to get people to come forward to be vaccinated. Uh, unfortunately, this speaks to a failure of advocacy and communication on the part of government, something that should have started months ago. So government needs to have a singular focus when it comes to COVID-19 in the immediate future. And that is how to get to the threshold of at least 90% of people above the age of 50, rather than some ongoing fantasy of getting 40 million people vaccinated by the end of 2022, which is going to accomplish very little uh, on its own compared with what can be accomplished with getting more than 90% of people above the age of 50 vaccinated. So that certainly can't be a reason for why the state of disaster has been prolonged, because uh, certainly the state of disaster is not going to bring, bring people forward to be vaccinated. And then, of course, um, we see now rising in other countries across the world. And uh, we've heard some comments, Professor Madi, about a possible fifth wave in South Africa. Are we at risk of another wave of COVID-19? 
Oh, yes, we are. It's just another wave. It's very likely it will transpire in the next uh, two months or so. And there might also be another variant, but that's not the issue. We are going to continue experiencing infections. There might be even further resurgences beyond the first wave. Uh, but it's not about infections. It's about severe disease and death. And that's the reason why a country such as the United Kingdom, which has the same virus that South Africa has got, has pretty much lifted all restrictions, allows for 65,000, 70,000 people into stadiums without any masks. It's not because they've got a different virus. It's simply because they're much more sensible about the measures they're putting into place and understand that they're now in a space where they've got protection against severe disease and can get back to a normal lifestyle which is very much the case in South Africa, not because of vaccination, but rather because of a large percentage, 80 to 85 percent of people having developed protection against severe disease and death by virtue of being infected with the virus. And just a final one, your view on the wearing of masks, Professor Mati? Uh, nothing more than COVID theatre, a pretense of achieving something when it achieves very little. If you want to wear masks, you need to wear the right type of mask and you need to wear it correctly. And that is the N95 type of mask and you need to have a tight seal around your nose and your mouth. The people that should continue considering wearing a mask are people that are at high risk of developing severe disease, and especially when there's a lot of viruses transmitting in the country. But for the general population, wearing a mask is pretty much just looking foolish without actually achieving much. Professor Shabir Mahdi, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Professor of Vaccinology at Wits University. For more reaction, join on the line now by the DA's Member of Parliament and Shadow Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Salias Brink. Thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Updated Noon. Good afternoon. Good to chat to you. Mr. Brink, firstly, uh, you've called on government to end the state of disaster along with many other voices. So your reaction to the latest decision? So government is granted extraordinary powers under a national state of disaster. And it can effectively step into the role of parliament and make laws without prior notification to the public or consultation or even parliament having a role. Now, in the past, these powers have been abused. And if we continue with this practice, these powers will be abused in future, in different circumstances, even after covid Uh, is no longer with us. And you would imagine that in these circumstances, when the minister then extends the national state of disaster, she will come with a clear explanation to the public and to Parliament to say, this is the scientific basis on which we make this decision. This is what justifies us having these extraordinary powers. And this explanation is made more important by economic conditions that South Africa now find ourselves in. Uh, Extending the lockdown powers of government sends a signal to the rest of the world, to investors, to people who can help us create jobs, that South Africa and our government is not ready to return to normal. So we are opposed to this decision, and we think that uh, if government cannot, uh, uh, you know, part with its lockdown powers, it's going to have to be forced to do so uh, by courts of law. And, and we've already seen these actions. So with regard to the whole question around um, uh, still measures that need to be implemented, I don't know if you heard Professor Madi before you. I did. Um, and, and what is your reaction to that? And also, how much do you know about what these measures may be? Well, the DA is very concerned that the government doesn't seem to be listening to the scientists 
scientists and the experts. So here you've had Professor Mahdi, who has explained to us in very clear terms why the extension of a lockdown is not going to help the country because it has to have a clear objective. The initial objective was to prepare the health system for a wave of infection uh, and to make sure that our hospitals can cope with COVID. That is no longer uh, an, a reasonable object, uh, objective of, of government measures. And so what we're doing currently is paying an economic price and achieving very little in terms of public health in this country. So I would advise the National Coronavirus Command Council, Minister in Korsanzana Lamini Zuma and the President to listen to these experts because it's clear that uh, government doesn't know what it's doing. So where to from here for the DA? I mean, you touched on it slightly a, a short while ago in a previous answer, but um, what will the DA do now? So another very important point to make is that the President's Coordinating Council, the place where mayors of metros and premiers of provinces come together to consult national government about important decision, uh, decision-making, that forum was not consulted about the extension of this national state of disaster. Uh, despite the Premier of the Western Cape, Alan Windy, calling for such a meeting, it was scheduled to happen on Sunday, but it was cancelled, and then the minister went ahead with the extension. I think that's a very serious uh, point that can be made um, and that government must answer to. The DA, as we speak, is in court challenging Section 27 of the Disaster Management Act. We believe that the powers that it grants um, the national minister are unconstitutional. But more to the point, uh, the DA is bringing a motion of no confidence in President Cyril Ramaphosa's cabinet. That motion is going to be debated in Parliament later this month. And the DA is asking the public, tell President Cyril Ramaphosa what you think about this extension of the national state of disaster by supporting our motion of no confidence in the cabinet. That includes Minister Nkosuzana Flavini-Zuma. We will fight on all fronts, but sending this message uh, and getting mass public support behind it is the most powerful way that we can tell the president that this is not the way to govern a constitutional democracy. We'll leave it there. Thanks so much for your time. A DA Member of Parliament and Shadow Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Salias Brink. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.